got my COVID-19 vaccination, and here's why. This isn't about gimmicks or sentiment or what commercial I like. This is about facts. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Millions of doses have already been given in the United States, and these vaccines have the most intensive safety monitoring in U.S. history. When you need more information, use a reliable source like the CDC website. And get the facts. Mountain View, California. The time is now. The place is here. We're going to have a little talk. It's just chat with Bree. Right now on KYBN Radio. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and the host alone and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the KYBN Radio Network. Due to its content, viewer discretion is advised. Good evening and welcome to today's Indie Spotlight. Today, if he's rapping, you know him as NB. However, if he's acting, you know him as Norris Bennett. Good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm very blessed, man, and highly favored. And this is a pleasure to be interviewed by somebody that I call my sister in the in the uh you know what I'm saying, the military brat world, you know what I'm saying? And I'm excited. Awesome, and I am thrilled and tickled brown to have you on the show today. So, there's so much to talk about with you. Uh, First of all, for the listeners, this here is a military brat, and we have a special, special um, fraternity sorority type living because only another military brat could truly understand the type of lifestyle that one has gone through. So we're going to travel down some of those roads here with NB. So let's start first off with music. As you've gotten into music, when did you first decide that that was going to be an interest of yours? Well, it, it, it really started off when I was uh, four years old. And uh, my mom was getting me ready for church. And um, music has always been like, you know, a part of the family as far as playing the music. I used to do Michael Jackson. I used to try to moonwalk while she's trying to button up my tie. And I got popped for it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was always in me. They, she told me, you always moving. Why do you move so much? I didn't know that the rhythm of music was actually within me. So it started off at four, doing the Michael Jackson while she's trying to, you know, button up my tie, and I couldn't stop moving. And um, when that kind of continued, I hid it from my mom. I hid singing because... Where I'm from, in, in the spot where I'm from, singing is not cool. So I used to just sing in the shower. But one day I, I told my mom, I really want to do music. And when she heard my first little mixtape, that's when everything just went crazy. I didn't know you can sing. Well, Mama, I was trying to tell you when I was four years old, this is what I was born to do. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. So now moving up a little bit. That was four. So were you in the band or the chorus or anything to that nature? Well, at four, they, you know what I'm saying, they had me, I would say four, um, four or five, six, the military barracks. And the little, you know, they always had the little parties and stuff like that. And I was always invited to these parties just to dance. And I would get a little money from all the, you know what I'm saying, the people that was in the barracks. And um, as things progressed, nobody, she still, they didn't still see that this is, could be a something that my son wanted to do. High school, I think that that's when I really started to define the actual skills of rapping and singing. I've always been able to sing, but in high school, it was really the rapping. I was always around one of the guys. His his name was S. Wayne Scrooge Wayne, and he was the pinnacle rapper. So I would be around him freestyling all the time. I'm saying to myself, and I used to see him go on tours and stuff, not go to school, and he still graduated and passed and stuff like that. And that's what really inspired me. He inspired to see him take his career to that level. I said, I want to do this. I'm going to do this just off of the strength of watching him progress in his career. And yeah, that talent show that we had in 12th grade, we actually won the talent show. Yep. So that's when I knew it was on and popping. Wow. Okay. So 
I, I want to step back just a little bit. Being a military brat, regardless of how long you know you travel with your parents, would you say that any of your experiences from that assisted you in your persona of being able to do music? It really made me di- diverse. I would say it made me diverse to the point to where I can communicate with anybody, and I actually didn't see color when I came to the States. So me going and doing all this stuff, you know, being around all these different nationalities, it actually made me appreciate other cultures. And, you know, with music, music is tones, and music is frequency. So I'm able to have a wide verse of what to tap into from country music to rap to hip-hop and et cetera, and even be able to do a podcast and talk proper. Or I'll be like, hey, man, what's going on? Shout out, everything good? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I feel right. on it. So it gives me that perspective to be able to do that. Right, right. It's, it's a blessing sometimes, and sometimes it's not so much a blessing because it does make you stand out and it makes you different in other people's eyes but have you found that you know how to use it to make that all come together i definitely do and i definitely knew for a long time i I thought that my difference in how i can you know articulate i thought that that was not good you know i'm saying i come from a place to where in the streets in, in my hood in fleetwood circle in pine street douglas georgia no, talking like that would get you jumped, beat on, bullied. But at the same time, as I fast forward into actual grown man business, it actually put me in these places to where you know, he ain't dumb. He's got some good sense. And it just, it's like a, like I say, it's a nice bridge. Even in my acting, you got to be able to read scripts. You got to be able to say, for instance, if I have a role that's playing myself, then that's easy. I'm going to be like, hey, man, I'm going to get that car one way. Or the other, but if I have a role where I'm just, you know, what I'm saying that I have to portray and put out this clean cut, I know how to um, respond to that as well. So it's it's like I say, it's a gift and a curse. But I've been able to use it to my advantage in my career, in my music, and everything I do. Okay, well, we are going to go to a brief break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to learn more about NB, the rapper, and Norris. Bennett, the actor. Hey, Shawnee Roulette, it's your boy NB, man. I know you represent the shy, but it's up in Douglas Jones. What's going on with this picture? What's going on with this work? What's going on with the black people getting shot like a squirrel? What's going on? They slavery, they just don't work in the field. Then they gunned out another black man, expect us to kill. No, the revolution must be televised. Why the government always telling them he lies? I'm not surprised. Let's be smart and mobilize and strategize on how to save the human lives. Man, all lives matter, man. Especially black ones, man. What's going on with this picture? What's going on with this work? What's going on with the black people getting shot like a squirrel? What's going on?
gente vai cantar anywhere because there's more just chat with Bree to come. K-Y-B-N the radio station heard around the world, 24 hours, 7 days a week. And welcome back to today's 
Indie Spotlight with N.B., the rapper. But right now, we're going to talk to Norris Bennett, the actor. So I'd like you to tell me, what piqued your interest in going into the acting? Well, for me, um, the acting and music is kind of branching off into making its own entity as togetherness. You got rappers that want to act. You got actors that want to rap. And it's more or less the entertainment business as a whole. And um, I want to do something to increase my brand. I worked 10 years at that point in music, dropping music, dropping singles, dropping dope music. But I never got the opportunity to be on TV. So what happened one day, I said, I called my mom up, and she said, hello, <laughs> of course. And um. <laughs> I said, um, I want to, I think I'm going to try my, you know what I'm saying, my little thing into acting. I have no manager, no, n never been an actor, but I've always did vlogging and YouTube, so I'm really good in, in front of the camera. And I know how to, you know what I'm saying, articulate myself in front of that camera. So I wanted to be acting. She said, Norris, you done did music for this long. There, you write your songs, all of them. There's nothing you can't do in this world, in the entertainment business. So I said, I'm going to start acting. It wasn't too long that I had got an email that says, we want you to audition for this TV show. And at the time, the TV show was called South Beach Toe on True TV. So that's what gave me my legs in the game. And um, South Beach Toe on True TV. So I killed the audition. There was no reading. There was just more of an improv. What would I do in this situation? And I acted a fool, and they loved it, and they couldn't stop laughing. And it still had a thousand, two thousand people to interview for this, this, that actual um, role. But the, the the producer called somebody, and the producer was Jennifer Lopez and Mark Wahlberg. Wow. When they said we've seen enough, they still had to go through the process. But I already had the job. When they still had other people to audition. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So now. I, I've dabbled in a little bit of acting, so we have okay. lots of stuff in common. However, you know, acting is, has come into a whole new evolution because now not only do you have to act, you have to do multiple other things. You know, you have to be able to sing or dance or um, have some other secret hidden skill. So when you do readings and when you have to audition, do you have any special ways of memorizing your lines or do you just naturally memorize them what what are your techniques with that well uh, that was always the hardest part um for those who don't know and now i'm gonna make this breaking news to the world because i know that y'all never knew this but it's time for me to kind of reveal um my illnesses it was uh, i'm dyslexic and i want to try to keep my dyslexia it was already pronounced while I was in school because I would read stuff that's not there in elementary. So when it comes to me getting a script, right, I had a master elephant memory. So what I would do, even with music and et cetera, I would rememberize and remember the words because I could see it in my brain. But if I'd have read, say, for instance, a producer said, oh, we're changing the script. And I'm like, oh, no, no. You're changing the script. I already remembered the script back and forth. So, you know, uh, to learn a new script was my worst nightmare, to be honest with you. And when they brought the new script up, I read it real quick in my brain, studied it. When they gave me the opportunity to improvise, because anything dealing with Hollywood and TV, you got to understand something. They want you to say these things verbatim because that's how they see it. I was able in my first opportunity, my first shot, my first audition, on a TV show to improvise, read the script, let them know, okay, I see what you're trying to get me to do, improvise, and the directors looked at their paper and they looked at each other and the cameras was looking at everybody and everybody was looking, let it go. I seen the thumbs up, I was on and popping in. I was, I was in my bag. Wow. So you have taken something that some people claim as an ailment, which, you know, every, Everything in life can be an ailment, but you've taken something that could have hindered you in your career, flipped it around to make it into a positive where you can cope with it. And what you just said can really help a lot of other people 
that never made me right. thought about it that way. So I thank you for, you know, informing us and sharing that with us. Because, listeners, you just never know. There's nothing to hinder you. You can always find a way to flip it and make it work for you. You know, I'm curious. Tell me, tell me about this show that you're on. It was South Beach Toe on True TV, one of the most popular shows at the time. Uh, this was around 2014. It was the most top popular shows ever. Shout out to Bernice, and everybody know that name, Bernice. And it was Dave. Shout out to Dave. Um, these are still, Dave is still my friend on my, I mean, on Facebook right now as we speak. So you know, I follow his new journey and everything that he's got going on. But it was a towing show. It was a towing show that was scripted. It wasn't real people, and I'm, now I'm finally can tell these people that under contract or under, you know, the hush-hush, this is entertainment. But I do want to tell people, everything that you see on TV is scripted. It's not something that's real life. you got producers, you got writers, you got everything. Even your reality TV is scripted. So with that being said, it had its course. It ran its course. I think Southie Stowe did eat five or six seasons. Shot in Miami is called South Beast Toe for a reason. Shot in Miami, you know, Tremont, which is a real towing company. They just decided, whoever decided to pitch that opportunity, it worked, and the fans ate it up. That's something. Now, do you have anything else that you can share that you might be um, trying to go into um, in the acting business? Well, the acting part, you know, I would say you could probably you could have kept you caught me on the ballers with the Rock Dwayne Johnson. Um, you probably would see I was on I did my first movie. I was on Alvin and the Chipmunks Road Chip. Um, I was the um, the photographer when they all went to the concert to try to get Dave and this girl back together. I was the cameraman behind right there. You can see me in multiple situations. I did a lot of independent, you know, same stuff. I was on P-Valley um, on um, Stars. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Tasha Smith. She's a dope director. That was one of the main um, people that I love to work with on P-Valley. Um, and the list goes on. I, I really, that acting bug, once I got it, it was serious because it got to the point where I started to second-guess music because the acting money came so quick. You got ultimate real results in real time. Doing music, you know, you got to wait for the check. You know, the people got to be paid before you do. With acting, you get your money right then. And it just, for me, it just showed me that I was very diverse and multi-talented. So I wanted to put myself in there to say, can you do it? And I, I can. And yes, you can. Listeners, we're going to go to a brief break, and we're going to come back with more of Rapper actor extraordinaire Norris Bennett aka NB will be right back look me in the eye tell me what you see is it do or say die I'm the one you gotta be headed for the time
say stop Unless you don't want the crown Stop all the taking But it's already mine I can almost taste it Now is the time I'm gonna be at the top of my game You can try your best to make a name at your neck
In a riveting new documentary titled Gina's Life, you will witness the real-life heartaches and struggles of Gina Brown. As you take a walk in Gina's moccasins, you'll share her very personal pain of being abused by her stepfather as a child and the gut-wrenching torment of losing her most precious gift, her children. And why? Because of the lies and deceit of her very own family. This truly awe-inspiring story will keep you glued to the screen and rooting for Gina. Get a sneak peek of Gina's life today at GinaBrown.info. today's indie spotlight we have actor Norris Bennett we have rapper NB and we have just an all-around nice young man with us today so now I here's where I want to get into some meat and potatoes first of all uh, we're gonna bounce kind of back and forth between the acting and the rapping but the rapping tell me I, I heard a rumor about something gold. Can you share that with us? Well, I can kind of give you the breakdown of logistics. Um, I had moved to Miami, and I love the city. I love the atmosphere. And this was piggybacking off of me having the opportunity to be on South Beach Toe. Um, I told my mom I, I got this hit song. And if anybody knows Miami and living in Miami, it's not cheap. So I had to pay the rent and do what I needed to do, but I didn't have no money to hit the studio. So I had this song called Drinks On Me. And that's a whole nother story about, you know, when I'm around people and got a couple of dollars, I don't want to just be sipping on my wine or sipping on whatever I'm drinking at the time. I want everybody to enjoy the whole essence of having a few drinks and going back and forth with like a camaraderie or more of a social setting. So I always was the one that said, you want a drink? You want a drink? You want a drink? Let's drink. So, with that being said, the energy of Miami and the nightlife of Miami, the casinos, etc. I wrote this song called Drinks on Me off the energy in the field. I already wrote it, and I called my mom and said, Mom, I need you to help me with this song. She was like, what? Help you? How? I need you to get me in the studio. She sent me $2,000, and I was so, I was so happy. I booked the studio session in Miami and recorded Drinks on Me. Seven years later, you know, it's been on growing up hip-hop Atlanta. It's been a lot of great things. But uh, one thing that it did do after seven years later, I got presented with a gold plaque for Drinks on Me. Right now, it, it, it hit three million streams sold, but right now it's up to five million now overall. So I have to thank my mom in Miami and the atmosphere and just me being a good-hearted person that says, I don't want to just have a drink by myself. I want everybody to drink. Drinks on me. That is simply awesome. That is simply awesome. I'm clapping, but I don't want to clap because it'll make a weird sound on a microphone. But I'm clapping. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I am clapping, and I'm so proud of you. Everybody likes to be able to have a successful story and that truly is a successful story and you know what big hugs and shout out to mom what's your mom's name eva williams and um like i said she's been my number one fan from day one and when she helped me out with this song i mean first of all let's be real clear she knew the talent when i first brought her my first mixtape she said oh yes i'm gonna get behind my son and and she ain't never let up. Even when I came with a couple of dollars, she's always supported. So guess where that drinks on me gold plaque is at? It's actually in my mama's house sitting up. So when anybody comes in to see her or whatever the case may be, guess what they're going to see? That drinks on me gold record. And guess what my mama told me? I just talked to her last night. She said, that's my record. I said, you know what, mama? That's your record. That was for you. Mm, 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 mm. Well, shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. So real quick, I want to ask you, what was some of the worst advice you were ever given? Uh, the worst advice as far as, you know, in the, in the, in the, in the music business? In any of your, your business, any, you know, 
acting, music? Either? Well, because I came in, all right, so let's, let's bounce back and forth because I love, I love how you, you do what you do. In the, in the uh, acting world, the worst advice is not even trying. You don't have a manager. You don't have an agent. You don't have nothing. You're coming off the street. You see, when I walked in the Southeast Toe, I mean, in the build, in the hotel where they were interviewing and, and, and auditioning, everybody had their managers. Everybody had their makeup artists. These people are already in this field. I'm coming off the street, just straight music, and I turned around. I turned around. I went to the bar. And this is an actual true story. You're getting another exclusive. <laughs> I turned around. I said, I can't do this. The intimidation factor of some watching everything that everybody else is doing, makeup and all this. I'm like, I'm just coming off the street. I don't even know if my clothes were legit. You feel what I'm saying? I don't right, know if I was, right. what I, it, I wasn't on point, period. So I went to this bar and I had a few drinks. He said, I'll give you, I said, he said, what you here for? I said, uh, on South Beach. Uh, I, I'm, I'm doing an audition for the, 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 the TV show South Beach Toe on True TV. And um, I said, I just want, give, give me a shot. He said, I'll give you two for one. Tequila. Shout out to Tequila. I need that brand. I need that endorsement. Um, so when he did it, right, and we started talking, he said, you're going to get the role. So I had two shots of Patron. I went in there, not even caring. My energy and my spirit was back to music. Like, you did this in music. You, was a, you did a lot on MySpace. You, you, you are that dude. This is your thing. So I went in there with the whole mindset of this is my role. After them two shots, my confidence kicked in. I went in there, won them over, got the role. Once I got the role, of course, the first person I'm going to do is call my mom, crying. After 10 years of her supporting me in music, I finally got on TV in acting, something that I only told her two months I was going to do. Wow. Crying, telling her we did it. We did it. Not just I did it. We did it. That's my mama. So I went back to the bar to tell him thank you for that extra motivation. I'm saying, where the white guy at? Where is he? There's not no white guy here. You telling me that I just, 30 minutes ago, I just went to this bar and he gave me two for one on, on two shots. I'm doing an audition over there. Where's the white guy? There's no white guy here. I walked out of there, out of the, out of the, the thing, cried again. I think that white guy was my angel. Oh. He never worked there. Oh, my. This is how deep this thing got. Wow. They told me the white guy that I'm, pre I'm, I'm describing him from everything, they say he wasn't there. Mm. There's no guy that works there that fits that description. Mm. But I know he gave me two shots of Patron, and I drunk him. And went in there, and he said, you're going to kill it. But when I went back to tell him thank you, he wasn't there. He never even worked. He never even existed. Oh, my goodness. That's deep. That's deep. That's I don't know. I, and I still don't know to this day what was that all about. But I got on TV. Wow. No. In real time, I'm sitting there at the bar. It was just me and him. Mm. You don't know what, what that was about. But as the time start, um, you know, progressing and, and I started to understand the spiritualities and, and God and, and, and everything, he was my, I just kind of chopped it up to him being my angel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Now that there is deep, and that was also a blessing. We're going to go to a brief break, and we're going to come back. I can talk to him all day long with more of NB, a.k.a. When the girl meets a boy, and the boy meets a girl, they fall in love, it's the way of the world. And everywhere I look, I see love He's hugging her, she's kissing him She's crying now, because she doesn't know when she will see him again And that's why
thing that I hate is wasting time with who can't get off their date. Those know-it-alls who constantly remind you they're self-taught. But having them help out on sites like being two men short. I hate wasting time with who haven't paid their dues and spend the whole day on about hairstyles and tattoos. Tired of wasting time trying to find good builders? Go to jobjam.co.nz. You can filter out the and just call the best of the bunch. Jobjam.co.nz KYBN Huntingdon, Cambridgeshire, UK
back to today's Indie Spotlight. We have this awesome young man with us, NB, a.k.a. Norris Bennett. Google him, and you'll see he's got some pretty good credits. So look, these, these are some of the questions I want to ask you. I'm going to give you this segment for you. But these are some of the questions I'd like you to answer if you can. What are some of your future projects? What is something that you want the listeners to get out of this interview and know about you or know about what you do? Give your shout-out as well. And, and just talk to us about whatever NB would like. This is your segment. Well, for me, just being able to overcome some of the illnesses that you have, I was able to, to do that. I was able to bypass the fact that I can't read something that's there. I was an actor because I utilized my memory. Um, as far as everything that I got going on, I have this new shoe line called NBDG. NBDG. And I named it NBDG because, of course, my stage name is NB. The DG comes from my hometown of Douglas, Georgia. And I want to represent my hometown to the fullest. I've been doing that my whole career. I was born and raised there, and I want to bring awareness to the city, but not only that, make my brand something that, you know, that means the, the world to me. And Douglas, Georgia definitely means the world to me. It taught me how to be a man. It, it raised me up. It, seen, it, may, it let me see that everything ain't sweet in this world. So with that being said, NBDG, you can go to um, my website. It's I-T-S-Y-A-D-O-I-N-B.com. And um, you can go and look at, listen to the music, look at all the, the videos, tutorials, and, you know what I'm saying, my chat with NB segments, and as well as purchase the music and the shoe. Like I said, for me, this has been a great opportunity to be able to have a new life, a new energy of me being in the business for 17 years, of all the adversities, all the things that I had to go through, hate, family situations, etc. But one thing I can say, and I thank God for my mom, and I thank God for everybody that was around me as far as the fans and the supporters that didn't allow me to give up on this whole journey of 17 years in this business. I mean, I think I overachieved. And if I stop right now, I'm a legend in my city. If I stop right now, but that's not in my brain. That's not even in my spirit to stop because I want to set the bar so high because I'm a rapper too, even though I get my singing on. I want to set the bar so high because I'm the first to do a lot of things. I'm going to help you with that bar, hitting record, hometown. But you got to be able to hit this bar to say that you was one of them. Mm. It's hard to put the work in that I put in to get to be one of them. We different over here. I also want to give a special shout-out to my new record deal, 44 Platinum Entertainment. Tour coming soon. New music coming soon. Put it on me already doing numbers. It's just such an amazing journey for me because they counted me out. I wasn't the best liked in my city, but I'm the I'm most beloved in the world. So I always would tell a lot of people to not put all of your faith in your city. When you understand you have a, a, a true talent, a true gift, test it out in the world and see what the numbers look like, see what the responses is. Because this is your dream. This is your vision. Don't let nobody stop that. It's your boy, MB. Let's go. I love it. I love it. So, MB, let's give your Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, thinking, Black Planet, uh, anything. Let's give your, <laughs> let's give your, your contact information. I mean, don't leave anything out. You never know. <laughs> you might have that one well, person that still goes to Black Planet. <laughs> you <be> funny. <laughs> you be funny. All right. Well, I'm going to say this once again. Um, you can go to my website, my official website, I-T-S-Y-A-B-O-I, and it's a Nancy B as in boy, dot com. And you you will go to social media and click on it, and you can see everything. Just go to my website. It's a one-stop shop. Shout-out to Walmart. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it has thoroughly, 
necessarily been a joy to have you. And there's so much to talk about with you. We definitely have to have you back soon. That would definitely be. It'll be my pleasure. Oh, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed um, conversing with you. Love hangout days with military brats. It's just, I mean, it's just a special bond. And you're, you're so easy to talk to, and you have so much information. So, listeners, you've learned an awful lot today. And you have also learned never let anything stop you from moving forward. NB has taught you that today. And there's so much more that we can talk about with him. And we're going to have to do it on our next go-round you got any anything, any parting words you'd like to say real quick? I would just want to say um, be careful who you allow to know your dream. Be careful who you allow to know your passion. Be careful who you allow to even understand your gifts. Because if they're not doing these things that you're doing, they won't understand it. But when they see the finish line, you will see them come. So watch. There are dream killers out there. And there are people that support you. The right. ones that support you, do not neglect them. And don't put your energy on the people who not. Because at the end of the day, they already showed you their card. So play your cards the right way and focus on the people that love you the most. And don't get into a room when you are tolerated. Get into a room where you accept it. And that's simply awesome. That is awesome. Wisdom here. Wisdom. So, listeners, that's it for today, and we're definitely going to have Indy back again soon. So, thank you again for coming and hanging out with me today, and we look so forward to your next visit. It's your boy, Indy. I appreciate everybody. Let's go. And let's go. See you next time, listeners. Say it like Nike just do it. Whoa.
crazy. The way you hit me fit in that dress, I see why my be hating. I stay misbehaving when I see something that I like. When I get you back to my crib, you know that boy gonna wait a minute. I ain't mean to go there, girl, but these triple shots of this candy made me go there, girl. You can have a drink, drink, drink on me Come and have a drink, drink, drink with me You can have a drink, drink, drink on me You can have a drink, money in the bank Drinks on me Are you tipsy, baby? Just like I am I really wish you were my lady Top chef, I took a shot just to chill with ya The whole night we was drinking, I kept it real with ya If you got a man, I'm down The way you kissing up on my neck Take that drink to the head, let go Get you back to my crib And I will see how well your tortoise in the hell Can you move with fast or go The whole night we drinking on that top shelf We gone to November like my homie White Cliff Shawty hop up in the bin, shawty watch the step If a nigga start to trip and eat, then watch the step I beat you from a distance, I scope trip Cause I'm a gunner, can I buy you a drink at the bar? Drink at the bar I'm the rapper slash singer, I'm known for making bangers Just know he rolling you can have a drink, drink, drink on me Come and have a drink, drink, drink with me You can have a drink, drink, drink on me You can have a drink, money in the bank Drinks on me You're listening to KYBN Studio One World Advantage Network and now you can take us on the go and listen by downloading our app in either the Google, iTunes, or BlackBerry stores. Don't have a smartphone or tablet? Then dial 401-283-6653 and listen to the station free. So what are you waiting for? Download our app now.